Do you know how to create and share an elevator pitch that is instantly compelling to an investor, to a friend, to a potential new client? If you don't know how, you need to. And in this episode, we're going to unpack some of the basic uh, parts of a framework that you need to know for an instantly compelling pitch. That's coming up. Welcome to the Bite Size Marketing Hack Podcast, where you get the confidence to hack your marketing five minutes at a time. Hey guys, welcome to the Bite Size Marketing Hack Podcast. And in this episode, I want to dive right in. I want to share with you an article that I was reading on entrepreneur.com that's really helpful for pitching to a potential investor or somebody or even a, a client for your business. And so if you are in an organization, a nonprofit or a small business, at some point you're going to have to pitch. You're going to have to share about what you're all about. You're going to have to share a new product. You're going to have to make a pitch and you need that pitch to be compelling and to be clear. So you want to know if it's going to land. So today we're going to dig into some Uh, simple aspects of a framework that will help you to do just that. So let's jump into this. So if you want to know with confidence that your elevator pitch will land, you need to hear this. Would clarity and persuasion help you attract more clients, investors, mentors, sales? To maximize success in conversation, ensure you are following this particular uh, maxim in this article. So that's a guy named Paul Grice. So 20th century British philosopher Paul Grice shifted the way we think about semantics and language. His maxims for conversation are part of his work on the cooperative principle, which states that when people engage with one another, there are unspoken assumptions around how the conversation will unfold. Research tells us that we grasp the nuances of Grice's maxims from an early age. A 2015 study found that children as young as six years old could distinguish the presence or absence of all the maxims when listening to someone speak. Isn't that incredible? All the way uh, uh, down to just a, a, a few years old, children can begin to identify, is this going to land? Is this going to work? So you want to know what he has to say, right? So translation, when the decision makers listen to you, they are already filtering your words through these four maxims. And if you step out of bounds on one or more of them, you're going to have a hard time winning over your listener. Clarity is critical, particularly in high-stakes conversations like an investor pitch, and you don't want all your hard work to go down the drain because your vision is too difficult to follow when you talk about it. So, um, as a ghostwriter and copywriter who teaches entrepreneurs to write fast, the writer of the article said that they've seen firsthand how to follow a framework that can multiply an entrepreneur's financial results. So let's dig into each of Grice's four maxims in more detail and learn how you can use them to capture anyone's attention on command. So number one of four, say what is needed and nothing more. The maxim of quantity states that excess information will ultimately clutter your story or position. So if you've ever checked out a conversation because the person's talking uh, keeps going on and off, On tangents, you know what I'm talking about. Gatekeepers will do the same to you if you overstuff them with detail. Give me whatever context I need to really understand the situation and nothing more. This is why you should be sharpening your elevator pitch all the time. A pitch forces you to blend storytelling with value and land your point in a succinct way. So uh, in work assisting entrepreneurs with messaging, the elevator pitch is often the most challenging type of communication for a professional because it requires restraint and precision. So a good rule of thumb for editing to ask yourself is so what at the end of each sentence or story or detail. If your language doesn't actually propel your message forward, leave it out. So that's number one of four maxims. Number two, 
back up what you say. If your listener has to spend precious moments wondering whether the words you speak are true, their attention is being diverted from your message. Grice's maxim of quality has two components. Tell the truth and back up what you say with evidence, preferably scientific in nature. In a world of misinformation and content overload, science, statistics, and other proven examples can help you reinforce position. So as data editor Mona Chalabi mentioned in a 2018 NPR interview, listeners can actually feel alienated by statistics if they don't have sufficient context. So according to this maxim, the the natural disposition of a listener is to corroborate your argument in some way, anticipate this skepticism, and you'll do a better job holding someone's attention. So that's number two. Number three, third maxim. Gary V, who we talk about often on this uh, podcast, points out that while content is king, context is God. It's true, you can barrage your listener with anecdotes or tangents, but will sleek catchphrases and one-liners really add to your conversation or argument in the long run? Grice's maxim of relevance states that the most potent pitches, speeches, and arguments are those whose subject matter is highly relevant. Companies have already picked up on these consumer semantics and adjusted accordingly, which is why customization was the number one marketing trend for the second year in a row this year. And what could be more relevant to someone than having a product with their own name on it? This is what made Coca-Cola's recent customization campaign wildly successful. So keep it relevant. Number three when you're doing an elevator pitch. Finally, the fourth out of four maxims for persuading somebody with a really effective elevator pitch, stay organized as you speak. So his final maxim asks us to be perspicuous, which means to be clear and easy to understand. This maxim refers more to your actual word choices. The more muddled your language, the harder it becomes to follow you. Run your next personal anecdote through these four sub-maxims to ensure you're memorable. Avoid obscure expressions. A fancy vocabulary word might make you more descriptive and feel smarter, but flowery language actually sets you back when it comes to keeping someone's attention. Number two, avoid ambiguity. Uh, Who is your target audience? Tailor your conversational details to whomever is listening. The riches are in the niches. Keep it brief. Grice refers to this sub-maxim as prolixity, which is a fancy way to remind you to keep it short and to the point. Details create vividness, but if there's a way to deliver all the information needed in fewer total words, err on the side of brevity. And finally, this fourth sub-maxim, stay orderly. When I help entrepreneurs write faster, this article writes, uh, they spend a a lot of time focusing on outlines in order to work out logic and flow. The same applies for speaking. As soon as your listener brain has to overthink or work harder, their emotional brain gets overtaken by other parts of the brain responsible for information processing. So we want to keep listeners in their emotional brain for as long as possible because people act and buy on emotion. So flow and order Uh, actually create more emotion for your listeners, not less. So finally, here's the good news. The good news is that most people are wired to listen and filter for these maxims automatically. So if you stay within them and keep your message clear and to the point, you'll have everything you need to captivate listeners the next time you have an important audience. If you have to put together an elevator pitch, which you will at some point in your organization or business, You need to understand these maxims and stay within them. I would suggest re-listening to this podcast and filtering through what you have put together and make sure that what what you have uh, put together for your next pitch meeting is on point and is not going to create any barriers to that pitch landing. You want to make sure that what you do does not 
create any barriers to the pitch landing in the first place. So hope that's helpful to you guys. Uh, I found this to be really helpful and I hope it's helpful to you. If this content is helpful to you, we uh, appreciate you to rate, review, and subscribe the podcast on whatever platform you get your podcast. It helps us to get our reach out there and get this helpful information to more people. And I think that's it for today. Uh, Man, you guys are are killing it out there and keep after it. You can do this in 2020. You can connect with the right people for your business. We're here to help. And if we can do that, hit us up at frontiercreative.co and we will see you guys next time. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe and visit us at bitesizemarketinghacks.com for more resources, episodes that will help you hack your marketing five minutes at a time.